Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. back we are back welcome into the final play with mikey clutch i'm your host mikey clutch what a week 15 we have we have a saturday full of football today three games three games today all day and guess what we get football all day tomorrow this is one of the best weekends of the year week before christmas we get all the goodies you know, Christmas came early. We get all these gifts with these beautiful games going on. Uh, we'll get into those games. We'll get into a special double debt-free pick three. I'll explain that later. So stay tuned. We'll do our game picks. Um, we got rookie watch. My boy Brock Purdy, two and zero, two and zero. Kenny Pickett isn't going to be playing. It's going to be he's doubtful. Mitch Trubisky's probably going to be in there. Um, it's kind of why our debt-free pick three. Last week was on the losing end, um, but we're going to rookie watch how the tables turn, won this week, and let's break down this Thursday night football game between the Niners and the Seahawks. Brock Purdy, what what more is there to say, huh? What more is there to say about this kid just oozing with confidence, looking good, looking like he's a seasoned vet, um, probably helps when you start in college for more than just one year uh that that's kind of what you see uh in the nfl nowadays when you got guys coming out who have multiple years of starting um this is kind of why i I also liked kenny pickett uh, out of this draft he i think he was a four-year starter three-year starter at pitt Um, these guys get a lot of snaps a lot of reps they're experienced you know they start all through high school as well um they're kind of ready in in you know, a full go when they get into the NFL, everything comes easy. And Brock Purdy, he, he does what the team asks. He's not, you know, doing too much. And it, it, it's nuts, you know, that that stat that him and Aaron Rodgers are only two um, first two starts over 115 passer rating. Uh, I mean, this cool, this guy's just cool, calm, and collected. He's running the offense just almost to perfection. Um, you know, division opponents, so of course things are going to look a little rough, but man, the, the two passes to Kittle, everybody's obviously ooing and on over that double fake screen pass up the middle on that first touchdown to Kittle, but I mean, what is there not to like uh, about this kid? He's just, the guys love him in the locker room, you could just tell, and I don't know, it's just, this offense still looks scary, you know, without Debo, um, but Here's the thing. I said McCaffrey is going to get a lot more load, and I don't like that. Um, I've been on that since, you know, Elijah Mitchell and Jimmy went out. I I don't want to see McCaffrey touching the ball more than 20 times a game. He touched it 32 times. He had six catches and and 26 carries. Let's get Jordan Mason in there. We we see what this kid can do as well. He broke off of that huge run at the end of the game, almost scored on it. 
let's split some carries here. Get, give him 15 carries a game. You know what I mean? Um, I, I just want to see McCaffrey healthy come playoff time. We saw what happened with Debo running him up the middle. He gets hurt. We dodged a bullet that he's not out for the season. He's only going to be out a couple weeks, a couple more weeks, I should say. So I just I hope Shanahan gets a little smarter with um, easing the load off of McCaffrey's shoulders. We can definitely do it. We have the defense to do it. Just give Jordan Mason some more reps so that way he's got more experience come playoff time if Elijah takes a, a, a little more um, time to recover. And um, But listen, the Niners are 5-0 and in the division. Another dominating victory over Seattle. This defense, this defense is just so much fun to watch. Uh, it, it's like 2019. It, it's like 2013. You know, it, you have those dual linebackers and Warner and Greenlaw. It, it, it's like a Willis and Bowman. Um, and it's just, this team is fun to watch. And, and when you have a dominant defense that's been this dominant um, all season long, other than that Kansas City Chiefs game, it it's it's a Super Bowl ready defense, and um, we know defense wins championships. And on the Seattle side of things, Gino was just under pressure all night. We saw Bosa in his face. I know everybody's complaining about the pass, uh, the roughing the passer call. Listen, it's happening throughout the league. I don't know what they're going to do to fix it. I don't necessarily think you have to. You should review them. Um, but again, if it's a quick review. Yeah, I mean, I, I think the Bosa one would have been a pretty quick, uh, straightforward, or at least have New York. Why, why can't they look at it right away as soon as it happens and then call down to the field? All right, you can make the change, overturn it, or, or you know, you can keep the flag as thrown uh, just to eliminate, you know, the refs on the field having to go to um, the video and, and review it. Like, you should have uh, – that, that, that's why you have um, – you know, Mike Pereira and Dean Blandino, you know, giving advice and their opinions to the broadcast. Why can't you have a set guy, a lead official in New York, just doing that to make these quick decisions so that way it isn't taking time out of the game? Um, that's just my two cents. But yeah, Gino was under pressure all night. We saw Bosa almost had him a few times, uh, got him once. And, and listen, you limited Kenneth Walker, you know, who's Probably going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um, Tyler Lockett broke his finger, but they just couldn't move the ball. And that's this defense swarming and, and causing the turnovers, which Seattle's been good at not turning over the ball as much. Geno's been really great with the ball. But that's what happens when you play the best defense in the league. That's right. They are now over the Denver Broncos. I know last week I said I thought Denver's defense was slightly better, just how they've been able to hold opponents to minimal points but the Niners have been doing it like I said ever since the Chiefs game and really haven't looked bad uh, at all so it, yes it's 21-13 basically a one score game but it was really out of hand and again that roughing the call roughing the passer call took away another six points off the board so was it really that close not really but listen Niners clinched the division with that win Seattle's playoff hopes are now dwindling away. They are just not looking as good as they did to start the season. It's two straight losses. Um, they've lost four of their last five. I just... Yeah. I think that they're they're on the outside looking, and, and their schedule is not easy. They have at the Chiefs next week on Christmas Eve. 
home against the Jets, which we'll see if Mike White plays or not, or, or if Zach Wilson looks good this week against the Lions, if, if he'll he'll be the starter, but and then you finish up the Rams, which should be a win. Um, so yeah, they they gotta they gotta win at least two of these next three games to have a chance at the NFC playoffs. But the Niners are in; they've won the division, so that they're at least going to be a three seed. But let's keep an eye on Minnesota. They could potentially jump Minnesota and get that second seed, which I'm hoping for. I I, I want them to have as many home games as they can to avoid the Eagles on the road because I would love to see the Eagles jump out because that's the only team that scares me. Niners struggle with mobile quarterbacks, but we can beat a Dallas. We've proven that with Dak Prescott getting pressure on him. We can beat a Minnesota Vikings team with this defense and Kirk Cousins not being able to move. I just, I really think we can beat most of these NFC teams other than the Eagles because the Eagles just, they do look like the best team in football all around. Best, like one of the best defenses and the offense is just really scary. Um, but like I said, the Niners um, could potentially match up well against them. Moving on. Not even going to do marquee matchups because since we got three games going on today and a couple prime times tomorrow, um, we're just we're just going to go through the games and today's games and preview those. A um, couple good matches. Uh, we got two divisional games today and... Obviously, the first game is going to be Minnesota at home against the Indianapolis Colts, which even Vegas does not respect the Vikings. Last week, the Vikings were dogs on the road at Detroit, which I believe I said that that's a fishing line, but Detroit's probably going to win because Vegas just knows things. And, you know, Detroit uh, almost won the first matchup. Minnesota had to come back. And I, I, I thought, you know, Detroit was, you know, going to, play a good game again, and, and they did, and they beat Minnesota. Detroit, I mean, pff, what a story they are. Um, but the Vikings at home, uh, Colts coming off a bye, a late bye, no more buys for the rest of the season. But I, I would watch out. This is a potential um, trap game. And after the Colts got blown out in that fourth quarter, they were they were hanging around against the Cowboys. Don't, don't forget, uh, it was what nineteen to twenty one, into going into the fourth quarter, and then Dallas scored thirty three points. You know, just all hell broke loose, and um, a lot of things went against the Colts. But watch out! Like this game is going to be close. Um, it, 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 we'll get into, like I said, special debt free pick three later. We'll get into it with this game. But um, I don't know if a heavy dose of Jonathan Taylor against this Minnesota defense who isn't the greatest uh, against the run. They give up 116 rushing yards a game. I think it'll be more today, but they allow over 400 yards per game to teams. And uh, Matt Ryan has shown that he can still sling it, you know, against bad defenses this year. He, he, he's proven it. Uh, and they're on a three-game losing streak, all right? Minnesota hasn't looked as sharp the last few weeks. Honestly, that Buffalo game... Um, they could, now listen, they're ten and three for a reason. They're winning one score games. Unlike last year, right? Last year they they were losing all these one score games. Um, but this year they were winning them. But they let the Jets hang around. Almost came back. You know they had two chances. The Jets to to beat Minnesota uh, a couple weeks ago. You lost to Detroit, New England. Um, you know the, the touchdown that should have been. Uh, who knows how that would have went? Obviously, you get smoked by Dallas, forty to three, 
and, and back to that Buffalo game where it took overtime and a, and a good comeback and a Buffalo collapse really for um, and, and obviously some Justin Jefferson magic for them to come back and win. But the Colts, listen, they since Saturday took over. Remember, they beat Las Vegas in Vegas. They had the Eagles on the ropes. Remember, they were up, and then it took a late uh, end of the game, basically touchdown by Jalen Hurts for the Eagles to win that one. Pittsburgh, they, they lost by a touchdown, and then, like I said, Dallas, you were down two points going into the fourth quarter and just completely crumbled and and, and fell in the fourth quarter and gave up 33 points. But um, I, I like I like the Colts to keep this one close again. I think Jonathan Taylor, we're gonna get a heavy dose. He was. Um, had a couple weeks here to, to rest and recover, and I think this is going to be a good game today. I, I'm, I, I like I like the Colts to keep it close in this one, but potentially Minnesota to win it. Um, division game, Baltimore. Not sure if Huntley is playing uh, or if that came out yet, but we're going to have Baltimore against Deshaun Watson and the Cleveland Browns. And I, I, I have been on it. I told you that Watson is not going to look good this year. It's going to probably be until next year. I think Huntley is playing, but Watson, he looks like he hasn't played football in over two years, and and, and it shows. And um, that's why I was heavy favorite on the on the Bengals last, last week. And I, I think he benefits from the Baltimore defense not playing up to what they should be playing up to. Um, so... You, you give a heavy dose of Nick Chubb and just get easy passes. Got to get him going, play action. Just give Watson some easy throws. Just just call some plays. I know Stefanski can do it. Just make it easier on him. Don't let him try to force it. But this offense has looked pretty damn bad uh, the last two weeks. Again, they, they only scored six points uh, against the Texans. And... They only scored seven uh, last week. Well, uh, ten, yes, field goal counts, but uh, they only scored one touchdown so far since um, Deshaun Watson has taken over the reins. But I expect Baltimore, again, to be competitive. They always are. They, they the, These games are always close with Baltimore and Cleveland. Let's see if this defense can get some pressure on Tyler Huntley because Huntley, listen, he, he came in last year. And looked really good when Lamar Jackson missed some time. And this year, it, it hasn't been the same. I, I know he's played against two good defenses. Uh, well, two great defenses, I should say, with Pittsburgh and um, the the Broncos. So maybe it, 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 it's a little easier this week. Get the run game going for Baltimore because I think that's their key to victory. Is if They, they can run on this Cleveland team. Um, but I, I like this one. Uh, to be close as well. It's a division game. Baltimore's on the road. They have been a better road team than a home team this year. They're five and two on the road. <clears throat> so let, let, let's see what happens in that one. And then obviously the rematch of almost all rematches this year. Miami Dolphins now travel to Buffalo, and you know Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills want revenge after that game. They could have potentially won that one in Miami, but he got to him a couple plays at the end, couldn't clock the ball, couldn't get out of bounds. But a lot of people think that Buffalo's just going to stomp the Miami Dolphins, but Buffalo, 
do you think they've looked like a Super Bowl team um, the last few weeks? I, I don't think so. Again, this goes back to the inconsistency that that they ran into last year. You know, they had that two-game losing streak against the Jets and the Vikes. Um, the Browns was close. The Detroit Lions could have won that game on Thanksgiving. Uh, Patriots, you know, that was the easier game. And then the Jets, you know, they beat them by eight last week. And, um, you know, Mike White took that brutal hit. But, you know, this offense, Josh Allen was even told, like, ah, this doesn't look like a Super Bowl offense. Now, listen, I think this is a Super Bowl offense. I'm just saying that they haven't looked like a Super Bowl team. um, But they are winning, right? So that's all that matters. Get to the playoffs, get a high seed. But they they are the number one seed. And competing with the Chiefs, um, I still like the Buffalo Bills in this one. They're seven-point favorites. Tua, I, I thought the Niners game was just an anomaly. He, the moment was too big. He was erratic. He was missing guys that he usually doesn't. But then he goes last week against the Chargers, where I thought that was a good spot for them in L.A., and he looked even worse than he did against the Niners. Um so I don't know what to expect with the weather, with how it's going to be. I really hope it's a close competitive game, but it, with the weather being it is, it's probably going to be low scoring. It's probably going to be ugly, and the Dolphins are probably not going to look good again. But I do like Buffalo at home. Um, I just think you know they're going to be able to run the ball a little bit better than Miami. And listen, Buffalo has Josh Allen at quarterback, and he could throw it in any weather, and Stephon Diggs can catch in any weather. I mean, just look for those two to be on point today. Um, I think that's where the bulk of the passing yards for Buffalo is going to come, is from Diggs and Josh Allen. Um, Moving on to rookie watch, even though we kind of already did our rookie watch since I said Pickett is out for the, you know what? We're not going to do rookie watch because listen, I already talked about Brock Purdy and how he looked uh, uh, against the Seahawks, and there is, there are no more rookies starting at quarterback. Oh wait, no. Rookie watch. That's right. I stand corrected. We do have another rookie starting this week by the name of Desmond. Ritter, the Atlanta Falcons are starting him over Marcus Mariota uh, against the New Orleans Saints on the road. So that's going to be a tough, and and we know how hard it is to play in New Orleans, even though they their record isn't that great. They're four and nine. It's still always hard. It's like a Seattle. You know, it's always hard to play in Seattle no matter what. But Desmond Ritter has a as a true test. Against the division rival New Orleans Saints, uh, he is going to be without his best option, Kyle Pitts. Um, we'll see if Marshawn Lattimore. He's been in and out of the lineup for the Saints. That'll help if he doesn't play. Um, but I, I like the chances here. You, you still have um, Drake London, the rookie receiver, and a, a plethora of running backs to to help ease uh, the load here. And, and We'll see how he fits in. I know Mariota, he, he started off pretty solid this year and kind of faded away. Let's let's see how Arthur Smith uses Desmond Ritter in this offense. I want to see some, you know, creative play calls like how he was with Mariota. Uh, let's see if uh, Ritter can have the same threat with his legs that Mariota did. Uh, I, 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 this is going to be an interesting matchup just just to watch Desmond Ritter and how he, he performs. I'm, I'm rooting for him. I want 
all quarterbacks that get drafted to look good uh, until they prove me that, you know, they're just not cut out for it. Uh, but, yeah, I, I like Desmond Ritter in this spot. Uh, we'll, we'll see how it goes. Andy Dalton's still getting the start, so, you know, that that's good for the Atlanta team. And Atlanta, remember, they were winning in week one against the Saints by 16, and then they came back. Jameis Winston uh, led a comeback in the fourth quarter and they scored 17 straight points so let's see what happens in new orleans i like atlanta in this one so i want to see the rookie get his first start and first win but that'll do it for rookie watch now let's let's turn the tables a little bit well 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 how the turntables all right, the New England Patriots play their former offensive coordinator, Josh McDaniels. So he is now going up against Bill Belichick for the second time in his head coaching career. The first time he went up against Bill Belichick was week five. In 2009, Randy Orton was his quarterback. And they actually beat the Patriots in overtime, twenty to seventeen. Um, Brandon Marshall had a had a day. He had two touchdowns. I actually kind of remember that game a little bit. I, I think that's when they had the throwback uniforms as well. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's McDaniel is one and zero against Belichick. Um, but then the rest of his coaching career, or at least stint in Denver, did not go as well. But uh, listen, both of these teams are pretty bad uh, offensively. Uh, Raiders are way underperforming, and the New England Patriots just, I don't know what they are. Um, they're just not really a, a threat, uh, really, but the, the Raiders' defense is all, for some reason, they just can never figure out the defense, but they always struggle. So, I mean, this could still be a pretty um, back-and-forth match offensively, but I do like the Raiders in this spot at home. Uh, it was dis disappointing loss against the Rams. You, you, they were feeling high. Three-game winning streak. You had a 17-3 lead in the fourth quarter, and then you allow Baker Mayfield to come back and beat you. Um, the Rams, who are just awful, but that is the conservative play calling of Josh McDaniels. I mean, you can't have Derek Carr just throw 20 times a game. Um, we mentioned last week Devontae Adams... Had three catches for 71 yards in the first half. No catches in the second half. You got to be aggressive. This is a young secondary in New England. You can definitely take advantage of the defense. Uh, you just have to. You have to stay aggressive and throw the ball uh, a little more. Just you have the receiver. You have a quarterback who can do it. You have to just trust Derek Carr a little more. He's he's done it. He has done it. You, we've seen him do it with the interim coach last year. Led him to the playoffs. Um, Come on, just let it loose a little bit, and let's see if McDaniel can get be 2-0 against Belichick in his coaching career. Uh, on the other side, listen, Mac Jones has definitely regressed this year. Uh, that is due to the play calling, in my opinion. They won't beat Arizona last week, as they should have. Arizona is a bad team, but New England, you know, if they want to keep their playoff hopes alive, they definitely got to win this game. I don't think they do. I think Vegas wins at home um, against Bill Belichick, and let's see McDaniel kind of let it loose with Derek Carr. But that is how they turn tables, and let's get into the game picks. 
All right, we'll come back to today's games. We have starting off, like I said, the Colts at the Minnesota Vikings. I am going to take the Vikings at home here. Um, I think Jonathan Taylor should have a good game. Matt Ryan should have a good game. But I think Minnesota, you know, if it's a close game, they just know how to win them. Uh, it might be a late touchdown, late field goal, whatever may have you. Um, but I'm, I'm taking Minnesota at home. Baltimore on the road. Cleveland, Tyler Huntley should be playing. Again, the way the Baltimore defense has been playing should benefit Watson, but he has looked rusty, and I just I just don't see him knocking off the rust uh, in, in three weeks. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna take Baltimore on the road to squeak out a win at Cleveland. Again, probably gonna be a low-scoring, sloppy game. Miami Dolphins on the road at Buffalo. If you've seen pictures. The snow is crazy already. Uh, this early in the morning, it's just mounds of snow. It's probably going to benefit the Buffalo Bills. They're used to the cold weather. they got a better running game than the Miami Dolphins. And that's kind of what you're going to expect to see uh, in AFC football, playoff football. Uh, Miami is just, they're built for the summer. They're, they're built for nice weather. Um, I don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with the Buffalo Bills. i got Buffalo at home. Philadelphia Eagles on the road at the Chicago Bears coming off a bye. I, I predicted the Eagles' first loss. I think I'm going to go with the Bears here. Off a bye, the offense has looked fantastic. You know, they, they coached them well. The defense is what scares me. I think it's going to be a high-scoring game back and forth. But I'm going to look for the Bears to come off a bye and upset the Eagles on or at home here. Um and yeah, I like that. Atlanta on the road at New Orleans. I mentioned Desmond Ritter getting his first start. I'm taking Atlanta in this one. Uh, I just I think they're a better team offensively than the Saints. Saints banged up um, both sides of the ball. Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. I just don't see how he can lead this team. I'm, I'm taking Atlanta on the road. Detroit Lions at New York. Zach Wilson is playing. He should have a solid day against this Detroit's defense, but I'm going to take Detroit on the road. I think they need it more. They want it more. Uh, now that they are in the playoff hunt, I think they're going to be ready to go. I think Mike White is a better quarterback than Zach Wilson at this point, um, and without him, I don't know. You just I don't see Zach Wilson just overnight because he got benched. Um, coming back, he's going to look as good as Mike White. I just don't see it. I like Detroit on the road here. Pittsburgh Steelers at Carolina Panthers. Mason Rudolph, Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky's the reason why our freaking bet didn't win last week. Um, I'm taking Carolina at home. Uh, I, I just like this spot. They have a great running offense. They they ran it down the throat of Seattle last week and, and won. Uh, I, I expect the same here. T.J. Watt, a little banged up. Uh, he's got more issues than just that peck going on. Uh, I like Carolina at home. Dallas Cowboys on the road at Jacksonville. Listen, Jacksonville are, is the most inconsistent team this, this year. Uh, up and down. It's in Jacksonville, so I kind of like them here. Let's see Trevor Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence looking like the first number one overall pick that we expected to see. He's starting to get things going. No interceptions, uh, I think, since week 10. Um He's 10, 10 touchdowns, zero interceptions. I mean, this kid has looked phenomenal. I still think this is going to be a close game, but I'm going to take Dallas on the road. I just trust their defense a little more. Kansas City Chiefs on the road at Houston Texans. This should be a simple 
straightforward Kansas City over Houston. They're the worst team in the league. Kansas City is probably the best team in the league. Um, I'm going to take Patrick Mahomes over the Houston Texans. Arizona Cardinals at Denver Broncos. I'm taking the Broncos just because of their defense. Uh, Rippon is starting. Uh, Russell Wilson's in concussion protocol. Kyler Murray, we know, is out for the season. I just think this defense is going to be way too much uh, for Colt McCoy to handle. And the and I just think it's it's going to, again, another low-scoring game, and Denver should win this one. New England Patriots at Las Vegas Raiders. I mentioned this one earlier. I'm taking the Raiders at home and Josh McDaniels to go 2-0 against Bill Belichick in his coaching career. Um, Vegas needs to kind of get right the ship at least going into for next year. Um, at least show some signs of life. If they can finish 9-8, and eight, I think that's a plus from where they were in the beginning of the season and, and, and building blocks for next year. Tennessee Titans on the road at Los Angeles Chargers. Chargers getting healthy. Listen, they surprised me last week. They are up and down as well. They're one of the most up and down teams in the league. But they have been riddled with injuries. I think Mike Williams and Keenan Allen, again, both going to start. I think it, that's that's the key. You get Herbert, his two best weapons, um, it, it lights out, especially against this Tennessee defense who struggle against the pass. I'm taking Chargers at home. Cincinnati Bengals at the Tampa Bay Bucks, Taking Cincinnati. I just think they're the way better team than the Tampa Bay Bucks. Bucks shown they play a good defense. They play a solid offense. They're, they can't compete. Um, I'm, I'm taking Burrow on the road here to beat the uh, Bucks. New York Giants and the Washington Commanders both tied the first game. I, I'm going with the Commanders at home just because they're at home. Um, they had plenty of opportunities to win that game. That was a tie. They're off the bye. I like Ron Rivera off a bye. And I think Chase Young is getting his first game back. It's just going to be too much for uh, Daniel Jones to handle. I'm expecting the old Daniel Jones to come back, a couple turnovers, and Washington to win it. Monday night football, Green Bay Packers at home against the Los Angeles Rams. I know the Rams coming off that Thursday night victory, feeling good. Baker Mayfield, that comeback. But Packers off a of bye. I'm just going to trust them at home in that weather facing a dome team to win and Aaron Rodgers to you know get a win off the bye. I'm taking Green Bay. That'll do it for game picks. Let's get into the debt-free pick three double feature. We don't do anything illegal. Debt-free pick three. Look what I found in my pocket. Look, a year's salary right here. That's what I call them. A fun coupon. <laughs> This is the Debt Free Pick 3 on the final play with Mikey Clutch. Okay, the Debt Free Pick 3 double feature. We're going to pick these three games today. We are going to pick these three games today, and then I'll give you three games for tomorrow. But first, we'll start with the Colts at the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, it's three and a half. Uh, Colts plus three and a half. I am taking the Colts plus three and a half. Again, I think Jonathan Taylor is going to be able to run. Uh, I, I just think the Colts are going to be able to keep this close. I don't, I mean, they could upset the Vikings just because the Vikings haven't looked good against really any anybody. They have looked good, right? They've won games, but I'm saying as far as putting teams away, they don't blow out teams. So I think this is going to be a close game till the end. I'm taking Colts plus three and a half. And then we have the Baltimore Ravens on the road as dogs against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland Browns are three-point favorites. I'm taking the Baltimore Ravens in this one, plus three. We might push on this one. I I think this is a three-point game, but I also think that the Baltimore Ravens could win outright just based on um, how Watson's been playing. He he hasn't 
looked like the Deshaun Watson we know. So I'm taking the Ravens plus three on the road. Like I said, they're a better road team anyway than a home team. Uh, and then finally, the Miami Dolphins at Buffalo Bills. I just think this one's going to be close due to the weather. I'm taking the Dolphins plus seven. It's a big number. Um, I still expect this to be close. I think it's going to be sloppy. Um, the advantage, yes, Josh Allen and his legs and his arm in this snow. And Tua is a smaller guy. Um, but I'm, I'm hesitantly taking the Dolphins plus seven. Moving on to Sunday's picks. The Bears are plus eight. I know they burn me. When I do pick them, they burn me. When I pick against them, they burn me. I'm hoping they don't burn me this week. Off a of bye. Um, I, I like Justin Fields in this spot at home off a of bye. And, um, you know, the Eagles, a blowout win against New York last week. Do they come down a little bit? Uh, I, I, I'm i hoping the Bears keep it close. I'm going plus eight for Chicago um, at home off a of bye. That's just strictly because of off a of bye. Extra time to prepare for this, you know, dominant Eagles defense and offense and hey who who better to mimic Jalen Hurts than Justin Fields you know running the ball in practice so hopefully the defense is prepared and knows how to stop that Eagles offense or slow them down a little bit um Carolina Panthers at home minus three I'm taking this all day you know I love to bet against Mitchell Trubisky and I would definitely love to bet against Mason Rudolph um I just I think the Panthers are a better team at this point in the season than the Steelers and this is going to officially make Mike Tomlin a, a losing record this year. Uh, I'm going the Panthers minus three at home. So far, the only favorite I'm taking. And then the last game I'm picking. I am going to go with, ooh, what game? All right, you know what? We're going to go Denver Broncos minus one and a half at home against the Cardinals. Uh, I, I just think, like I said, this defense is going to be too much for Colt McCoy to handle, and I don't I don't see him being able to move the ball. I know they have DeAndre Hopkins, and he, he, he can usually catch the ball against anybody, but that's all they have. I, James Conner, I don't think he's going to be able to get going against this really stout Denver defense. I like Denver to win at home, minus one and a half. So the double feature special debt-free pick three. Colts plus three and a half. Ravens plus three, Dolphins plus seven, Bears plus eight, Panthers minus three, Broncos minus one and a half. And that's going to do it. Man, it would be nice to go 6-0. and I doubt it. Um, but we'll see what happens. We'll be back next week. Thank you for listening to the final play with Mikey Clutch. I'm your host, Mikey Clutch. Enjoy Saturday and Sunday full of football. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports, it's a way of life.